Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we're your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we're stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. Crappie fishing has been a hot topic around the country for the last, wow, couple of months. My good friend Chris Nelson over at Palm de Terre in Stockton caught crappie all winter long. But you know what? Boy, it was cold, 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 and I decided to head south. I've been on Lake Washington down in uh, Mississippi for, boy, off and on for three weeks and made one trip back home. But I've run into all kinds of grand crappie fishermen down here. And right now I'm sitting at a table with a guy called Crazy Cooper, and he's no relation. But we have kind of become brothers over the last few days. Yes, we did. (laughs) Well, we hit it off. Hey, we did. We did. That's because we've got kindred hearts to think. We both love to fish. But this is Stacy Cooper from Albano, Illinois, and he grew up, grew up fishing over there and helps. Uh, he's a guide with the Buck Rush Guide Service in southern Illinois, and that's owned by Jason Dully. But, uh, hey, Stacy, man, it's great to have you on the program. We actually got out on the lake a little bit together a few days ago. and, yes, and we uh, had a good time, didn't we? Oh, we had an awesome time, man, and it, it's always fun to sit and uh, talk with somebody, you know, that uh, loves the things that you love. And, of course, yep. when it comes to fishing, I think we're both pretty crazy about it. Oh, we are. But how were you when you started fishing? Oh, I was probably six or seven years old. Who took you? My father, Gary, Gary Cooper. Just Gary like the movie. Cooper. Just like the movie star. Oh, I, I tell you, I, I like this. <laughs> he, started taking, Coopers. he started taking me down to Barkley Lake on Eddy Creek. And we just done some drift fishing, and then when they'd move up in the buck brush, we'd put some slip cork. We, well, we didn't have slip corks back then. We just had clip-on bobbers. Yep, I remember those days. And an eight eight foot eagle claw fly rod. Really? Yep, that was the longest crappie pole. They didn't have any crappie poles, or uh, that's we right. didn't have a trolling were motor. they were they yellow? colored yep they sure yep. were You're pretty flimsy weren't they yep yeah i remember those rods i don't think i ever owned one but i watched guys use them i always wanted one i didn't have enough money to buy one you know? I, I remember when they came out with eight and a half foot and i thought boy six more inches we're gonna get up <laughs> reach out there and get them now <laughs> but what what did you primarily fish with back in those days well we drift fished uh with just a two hook minnow rig with a, a bell sinker on the bottom and we had little short rods that had like lines full of reels with the old colored nylon rod, all different colored rainbow. Yeah. And then we just drop it down the bottom and drift with the wind because we didn't have we didn't have no trolling motor. No, not not at all. Bet you had a paddle. We did have a paddle, and we sculled from the front of the boat. Uh, exactly. I, I, oh, I've done that many times down the swamps of uh, southeast Missouri, but I still do it on a. Ozark Rivers, even in a canoe, I won't oh, get yeah. back up in a slough and take that short paddle. Yep. Ease up in there real quiet. That's dunk a bait around the logs and the trees. Stealthy as you can get. Exactly. Quiet is important. Yep. And uh, it's surprising how many crappie I've 
bump into even on the Ozark streams. You know, I like to catch the smallmouth. Sometimes I'm trout fishing, but if I see a slough like that and I can find some logs, I'll always dabble around them a little bit and be yes, able to sir. jerk some out, man. Well, where do you fish in uh, Mississippi? Oh, I, I fish Arca Butler, Sardis, Enid, and Grenada primarily. And then I just started here on Washington. And I always have to ask this for guys, guys that got a lot of experience of all those Mississippi lakes. Which is your favorite? Oh, by far, Arca Butler. Arca Butler. And what's so different about it? Well, the crappie are short and fat, and they come out big. <laughs> I've caught two over three pounds out of there. Wow. That, now, that's a slab. Yes, it's her. So how do you fish Arca Butler? How do you go about that? Most of the big four, we I spider rig. I specialize in spider rigging. That's that's my go-to. Uh, but, you know, we'll slip cork minnows up in the treetops or the cypress knees or or vertical jig fish all day long with the best of them. Oh, boy, that's whatever a, technique it takes. Absolutely. But that spider rigging is pretty interesting. Uh, of course, that's what we were doing the other day out at, on Washington Lake here. And uh, you can cover a lot of water in a hurry, yep. spider and rigging. You, and you got a lot of bait in the water. You know, we had eight poles out and 16 minnows. Well, kind of describe for the audience uh, how you go about setting up those rods in front of the boat for a spider rigging. Yes, outfit. sir. We 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 got a double seat pedestal where two people sit up front, and then uh, I'm set up in my 390 Ranger with uh, all single pole elite rod holders and all stainless steel, and we got four rods apiece, and we'll have a two hook set up with a crappie rig on there. So when we get set up, we'll have eight rods and 16 minnows out in front of the boat, and I'm we're using uh, I'm using 16 foot Bennett or a 16 foot Ozark trolling rods. They're pretty popular around here, seems like, those Ozark rods. Oh, yeah. They're a really good rod. Uh, I just switched over from B&M to Ozark, and I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. A good good deal. Now, what pound test line do you usually use on those spider rigs? We, we used the other day, we used 10-pound mono high-vis. Now, I actually got slime line on there, uh, but, uh, you know, you just go to, go over there Bass Pro and get you some crappie max for... Uh -huh. Four ninety nine a spool, quarter spool, and I think it's just as good as the slime line. I don't. It's just what you prefer. You know, everybody's got their own preference. They do. They do. But I like the high vis where I can see. Is when you're when you're spider rigging, it's all about watching the end of the pole and watching your line move. And yeah, that I learned that pretty. Vis, I can. See I learned it. that pretty fast the other day. Maybe not fast enough. But well, you put a whacking <laughs> on that big one. Oh boy, that was a nice slab, wasn't it? it oh yeah. Oh, the, of course, it's been a long time since I've had a spider rigging pole in my hand and lifted up on that thing. Felt like I had a concrete block on the end of the line. <laughs> yep. I was having, having trouble with the other things I had in my hand, trying to get control of that rod and start sliding towards the net. But that's kind of addicting, you know. Oh, yeah. Any way you put them crappie in a boat, it's addicting. <laughs> well, I noticed uh, you had, of course, all kinds of fishing gear in, in the boat, and you had a lot, looked like kind of a fly a feathery fly that you oh yeah tied or bought her and then you put a minnow on that what's that all about well uh there's a guy here in mississippi that started tying these hooks with uh look like fly member you know just made out of fly stuff same thing would be tied up in a jig but we just tie them on a straight hook and uh we spider rig with them just to make them look like a jig but the, yet the minnow can still swim around freely 
Yeah. And uh, I got a guy, uh, Lanny Laws, ties me up some hooks. I call them crappie teasers. Crappie teasers. But uh, uh, here in Mississippi, they call them gnats. Gnats. So big gnat. There's one guy One guy here. Uh, I think his name's Donnie. I can't remember his last name, but he, he started tying up gnats, and uh, and it's just blew up. Now here on Lake Washington, they got – uh, Jerry, he ties up minor critters. Minor critters. Yep. So what do they look like? They're basically the same thing, basically only same they're just thing. tied on a. Yeah. You know, he ties them up by hand. He's probably got them out here. I'll be baiting darned. things. I'm sure he's got. It's, them. it's always fascinating to travel around the country and go to different places to see how people do things. And oh yeah. And when a person is new to a lake, what's one of the best things they can do before they even start fishing? Go to their local, local bait shop? Talk to some people. Just get to know them. Um, just ask, you know, that's what I love about coming to the south from being from southern Illinois. Uh, people are so friendly down here. and hosp- They're just kind and considerate. and they, They'll be more than happy to help you most of the times. Now you're going to run into some that. That don't want to help you, but that's okay too, you know. Sure, you just go on. Well, yeah. I noticed uh, the other day you and I were traveling around the different spots and uh, dropped that trolling motor. Well, we were actually fishing, had spider rigs out, just moving along or drifting with the wind. You'd see a boat, and you talked to all of them. Yep, I've never met a stranger. <laughs> well, it sure makes for a good time out there on the water. Yep. And it. I noticed that uh, you would ask them what they were fishing with, if they'd caught any, and then you'd tell them what you'd caught and how you were fishing. And a lot of trading back and forth of information there. Oh, yeah. It, uh, I actually met a guy on the lake today that was uh, from Enfield, Illinois. We're about 15 miles apart. Really? Really? First first boat I come up on today. Yeah. And they, are, they knew me. They have me on Facebook, been following me. So, I mean, it's <laughs> small world sometimes. It is a very small well, world. Well, when I was out with you the other day, I, I saw a legend SS boat. And oh, they yeah. come from Cuba, Missouri up Beautiful there. Beautiful boat. I, yeah, I actually PR for those guys uh, up there, Cowtown, USA. Great sponsors. And one of our sponsors of Living the Dream Outdoor podcast. So, I got. That That's a, really cool. Oh, I have a shout out to those guys. But uh, cr- crappie fishing. It's great to catch them. Yep. It's a lot of fun. But when it comes down to it, I sure do like looking at them laying on a dinner plate. Oh, yeah. Now, They're the, some of the finest fish you ever eat. They don't smell fishy. People that don't even, people that don't eat fish, my mom will eat crappie fillets. I'll eat about any kind of fish. But do you have a particular way that you like to cook them? Oh, yeah, deep fried, of course. Why, of course. And then I use a Louisiana fish mix. It comes in a blue and yellow bag. You can just buy it at Walmart, and you don't have to salt it or pepper it or season it. It's all ready to go and batter them up and put them. I don't don't put any kind of milk or egg on them. I just Uh blot the water off of them to where they're just damp enough to hold the batter on, and then I deep fry them at 385 and drop them in there. I don't let the, ever let the grease get below 350. Once it gets 350, I pull them out. Uh-huh. I'll let the grease heat back up, and I actually call it blanching them. Yeah. And then I throw them back in and sear them shut. And then I go by just a touch and the color, really? whether they're done or not. Whether I want them good and crispy, you know. Uh-huh. Well, I, I just kind of go by eyesight, you know. And I will sometimes. And by that when they float. 
Yep, exactly. <laughs> and sometimes pull one out and break it open, you know, and make well, sure it's done. Yeah, sam- sample it. you got to eat oh, one. Oh, got to sample, you know. You, you can tell I'm, I'm a sampler. You, they say you don't ever trust a skinny cook, so I, I'm, I'm trying to fill the bill. <laughs> but, uh, of course, there's tons of different recipes. You don't always have to fry them. I do bake fish once in a while. But that mix you were talking about, that Louisiana fish mix, has that got a little heat in it, a little kick to it? No, not? it's not really at all. It's just, it's just spiced enough that it just tastes great. And I, I can't handle much spicy food with my gallbladder out and stomach yep. problems, but you know, it's just right. No, You don't have to salt it or pepper it. It's just basically got, you know, onion, garlic, and pepper and salt in there and so oh, that sounds it's so just good. about the right seasoning for me i like it boy it so- sounds really good you know you make me hungry here it's not too far to lunchtime no back back, back fillets would be good <laughs> yes they would be I, they're good cold oh some ab- of the best absolutely i've many times taken uh, cold crappie fillets and either made a sandwich out of them uh, just put a little tartar sauce on them between a couple pieces of bread or i've actually taken them fl- flaked them up and put them over a salad. That's another great way to eat. Oh, really? I've never tried that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I got to share a kind of a crappie recipe with you that I picked up uh, up northern Missouri one time fishing with a guide. Uh, never seen anybody do this before, but he cleaned his flays up really well, you know. Yep. And he brought out a bottle of mustard and uh, put it in a little bowl, and he had a little paintbrush. He painted those fillets with a coating of mustard and then rolled them in his mix, whatever he had, and then chopped them Dropped them in a yes, grease. Yes, sir. I've heard of that. Well, that's the first time I'd ever tried it. It's very tasty. You can just barely taste the mustard in yep. it, but it gives it, gives it a little bit different flavor. And uh, I've done that several times since then, but that's a great way to cook a crappie fillet. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not a big mustard fan, but I've loved it to oh, cook like that. Well, I, I do love mustard, and I got in the habit many years ago. I get to craving mustard, and sometimes I'll just take a teaspoonful and take it like medicine because mustard really is very good for the stomach. Oh, really? Yeah, good medicine. So well, I could use some of that right now. Well, you probably got some in there. On the shelf. <laughs> just go drink a bottle of mustard. <laughs> Teaspoon will be enough. That'll okay, that's that'll... probably about all I can handle. <laughs> well, uh, Stacy, well, if people want to fish with you, how do they get a hold of you? Well, my phone number is 618-302-7789, or you can look us up on Buck Brush Fishing Guide Service in Southern Illinois. There's a website, and you just type in Buck Brush Fishing Guide, and you'll find Jason and me and Blake, and, and uh, I specialize in the spider rigging, and Jason specializes in buck brush fishing, slip cork minnows. It's one of, one of the few lakes that still has the crooked brush left that the you know the water gets up in there and they get up and spawn. Now that we used to fish that buck brush down at Eddy Creek and Barkley Lake like that, but uh, now they don't let. It's all about flood control, right? And, and they just don't let the water get up that high anymore. So the fish spawn out, and then them Asian carp pretty well rent that lake, I think. But uh. but I was raised uh, fishing a bayou off of uh, the Big Wabash River, uh-huh. and it's just slap lousy with flying carp now too but yeah but the, so fishing out here at lake washington is just like what i used to fish back home other we didn't have the cypress trees right we just had the old lay downs and stuff but yep. we just slip cork minnows and along the bank and it's probably only about four or five foot deep in a deep spot and, and if you don't catch a crappie you're probably going to catch you a flying carp. <laughs> <laughs> well it's all great fun you and i sure shared a good day on the 
Lake Washington here the other day, and I hope we get to do that again sometime. I hope we get to fish in Illinois together sometime. Oh, I sure do, too. Hey, well, crappie fishing, great fun, great way to relax. And you know what? Amen. Even if you don't catch very many fish, uh, hey, it beats a day at work, doesn't it? Oh, a bad day fishing is better than a good day at work. <laughs> We'd love to have you over on Wren Lake and do some brush fishing. Just come about the last week of April, first week of May. That's good buck brush fishing then. And then uh, it's really good about middle October all the way up to December is real good vertical jig fishing. Uh -huh. So if you want to fill the thump, come, yep. come during the fall and early winter, and we just tear them up some of the best fishing i think i actually think the the fall winter early winter fishing is better than the spring myself because I, it's just uh they're easier to target i got the live scope and all that on my ranger i got a ranger 390 20 footer uh -huh. and that's what i fish out of so i'd love to have you come over about the first week of may or come over about the first week of november and we'll put you on some good crappie that sounds like a plan to me. Probably be November. Boy, things have really gotten booked up here. Oh, I bet. Oh, I'm headed to the Yucatan. All things going on. Cody Lucas well, working with him. I going He's with been, you. I wish you were, too. You know, I'm chasing Cody Lucas around. He's about to wear this old man out. He's oh, the host of a TV show. Far. I had him in the boat. He was a riot. <laughs> oh, isn't he great fun? He's a oh, jolly character. Everybody loves Cody Lucas, man, but he is a great Great, man. Well, right here in the end of the program, I want to give a shout-out and a thanks to Bait and Things right here on the banks of Lake Washington. They are our newest Living the Dream Outdoors podcast sponsor. And, boy, we're ever glad Amen. to have those guys on on board. We're going to try to do great things for them, and uh, they're doing great things for us for sure. But I always want to leave you with the thought, we're living our dream. You get out there and try to live your outdoor dreams. I'm Bill Cooper. The Living the Dream Outdoors podcast is brought to you by Cowtown USA, Alps Outdoors, Cardiac Mountain Outfitters, The Fly Rod Journals, Westover Farms, Scenic Rivers Taxidermy, and Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe that it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on Living the Dream Outdoor Podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper, an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tall tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. 
You'll also find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.